0: Hello and welcome to the Italia Celeste podcast. I'm your host, Italia, and I have been so so incredibly busy the past week and a half. Um I've been helping a few people get started in real estate investing and it's been interesting seeing newcomers try and figure out a specific niche to get into and I would have them send me properties that they were interested in just to kind of help them evaluate and go through that whole process and I found that their interests were all over the place so different properties um, different price ranges different parts of the city and I figured if I share what I look for in my criteria for what I'm trying to do it may help others figure out what they're trying to do or maybe they may just copy the same criteria until they kind of get on their feet so that's what I wanted to talk about today is your search criteria when looking for investment properties. And this is definitely going to vary from person to person because the number one thing that people kind of look for is price, which I agree. um, The only thing is, is that it's going to be different for everyone. And you do need to get pre-qualified so that you can know what you're looking for. So talk to a loan officer, unless you plan on paying cash for the entire property if you're going to put mortgage on the home which is what I do personally talk to a loan officer and see what you qualify for so that can help you narrow down your first search <laughs> and that's going to be huge so after price i really look for location and in that category there is a few subcategories that are pretty important but depending on how your city is set up this may also change here in the dallas fort worth area it's a huge city and it's widespread and there's different parts of different suburbs um, different neighborhoods in the main cities and it can really affect your rentability and that's really what you're you're trying to gauge here is your rentability how can you maximize the amount of rent for the property that you're going to get so with location i think about number one convenience um, unless you're going to hire a property management company you do want to be able to get to the property in a reasonable amount of time and by reasonable again this may vary from city to city because for me reasonable is within an hour so all of my properties um it really just takes me about 20 minutes or so to get to but i do have some that may take a little bit longer maybe 40 minutes but i'm willing to go up to about an hour in any direction to get to a property and that's kind of expanded too as i've um, gotten more experience because the market's definitely changing so i may not be able to find what i'm looking for in as as close of a proximity as i did when i first started so for example we had an opportunity to um, buy some multi-units in Colleen, Texas, which from where I actually live is about an hour and a half, which isn't bad. If it was an amazing deal, then I would have made it work. But because, you know, the numbers are pretty good, but nothing spectacular, we decided to pass on that. So think about convenience. If you have to make a emergency trip to one of your properties, you definitely want to be in a close range. Um, you You don't want to have to like spend a whole bunch of (laughs) driving time just to check out a property because a lot of times it might not be a big issue to you when it may have been to the tenants or you just never know. So convenience is number one under location, Uh, then attractions and proximity to basically tourist things or uh, popular activities. So with rentability, you really want to be somewhere that people want to live. You don't want to buy a house out in the country, necessarily, unless you know for sure you're going to have some kind of long tenant that needs to be there. So you want to make sure that you have access to major highways, to good schools, to shopping malls, um, grocery stores, even, um, I don't know, just good restaurants. All that kind of stuff is important when you just think about your day-to-day living. There's an area close to some of our properties um that basically has a food drought where there's only like one grocery store within so many miles of all of the housing over there and so that that's kind of a turn off when people come to um look at the property to see about renting if they can't go grocery shopping nearby you know why would they want to stay there so just consider things like that as far as attractions and things that um, People need necessities to your tenants that are going to be there. So there's a few different things with location. Um, You also need to think about taxes in different locations. I know way north in Dallas, the taxes are crazy high, and right now property taxes are going up anyway. But up there, it is absolutely ridiculous, and they have a lot of different um, rules and regulations. So. Just look into that kind of stuff when you do look at other cities, even if they're, you know, quote unquote cities that are within your metroplex. There's a lot of differences that can occur from suburb to suburb, and you just want to be informed because that can affect your overall return on investment. Um, Also, our bare minimum when looking for houses, of course, we do single family homes, and The bare minimum for us is a three bedroom and two bath so for two baths we have a reason for this Um, and that's basically if you have one bathroom and you have an issue with it that's definitely more phone calls so you want to make sure that you at least have one extra bathroom as a backup so that you're not immediately having to run to a house in an emergency, you're trying to find a plumber to come in the middle of the night because your tenants only have one bathroom that's not functional. So at least with another bathroom, you have a backup to buy you some time to get somebody out there um, if it needs to be fixed. So eliminating the amount of work. And again, if you're going to do property management companies to run your properties, then that's a whole nother story. This is just what I do and what I have experienced in um, and we have actually, our experience with this comes from our very, very, very first property that we bought, which was a three-bedroom, one-bath home, and it was also a conversion um, into from the garage into a four-bedroom, one-bath, which is kind of crazy. The, the deal on this was ridiculous, so still, it was a great move that we made um, looking back at it, but... After this one home, we decided that we were never going to buy another with just one bath. Luckily, we have some tenants in there who are older. When we first bought the house, it was an older woman, and she it was just her and her um, three grandkids, and she had been there already for 14 years, and she was a wonderful tenant. She wasn't going anywhere, so she was there and was fine with the whole situation coming in, and that was wonderful. Um, she had some health issues and had to move after that. So another couple moved in and it was an older couple and they didn't have an issue with it either because they didn't have a lot of people coming over. But at the time that we were taking applications and trying to find a tenant, we had a lot of people that were like, one bathroom, what are we going to do with that? You know, I don't want to share a bathroom with my guests you know, people like their privacy. People also like to have, you know, their own personal space for personal reasons. And that's understandable. We just didn't think about that going in. So it was harder to find a tenant who was okay with just one bathroom. So we decided we were just going to eliminate that headache, um, eliminate, you know, the potential for phone calls, the potential for issues, and make it easier on ourselves for finding tenants by just getting a minimum of two bathrooms. (laughs) So that has definitely worked out well. We haven't had any issues um, besides that first house. Also, the three-bed thing is because with two beds, you're very specific to a certain type of tenant who is going to live there. We had another opportunity that we passed on um, to get a two-bedroom, two-bath home. And this situation... Um, was a woman who lived there with her family next door. So, of course, she was comfortable. You know, she wasn't going anywhere. But if she were to move, what would we do with two bedrooms in this location? It wasn't like it was close to any kind of college or school that, you know, maybe a a college student would want to be in two bed, two bath. You know, they could each have their own bathroom, their own bedroom. But it wasn't that situation. And we really couldn't see who may want to live in a two bedroom, two bath long term. Um, It would be one thing if somebody just couldn't find a place and they might want to stay there for, you know, one year. But that turnover really cuts into your return on investment and we didn't want to chance it. So we decided to pass on that. Um, So our minimum, again, is the three bedroom and two bathroom. And that has worked out well. Another um, thing that we actually recommend people to use is rentometer.com or hotpads.com. And this really helps you to plug in the address and see what rents are going for in that particular area. So based on the asking price or what you plan on offering, you can look up that particular house or houses close by, which we also do. We'll look up that house um, and then see what's going on around them because that house isn't always up for rent, only if they have you know tenants in there or something like that they've been listing in the past. So we'll actually look up, Rents in the area around the house that we're interested in, and see if it's going to be a good return and see if it's going to be worth it. So, that is extremely helpful because if you're willing to pay a certain price, but the rent is only going to be so high, then that's definitely not an attractive deal for us. So, make sure that you kind of do your research in that aspect that you can see if you are willing to pay a certain price that you can get a certain rent, or you may be able to use that in negotiation, you know, in saying that you are an investor and rents in the area go for so much. So you would be willing to spend X amount of dollars to make it make sense. So just keep that in mind. And also another um, site, and it has an app actually that we use is redfin.com. And it's basically the same thing as MLS. It's not, um, how it was back in the day when only the agents had access to the MLS, and it's definitely more accurate than Zillow and Trulia. Um, We really like Redfin. We use the app and you just, you know, scroll through. You can plug in criteria. You can have it email you. You can send properties that you're interested in by either text message or email to other people who you're working with. It's just a great app. Um, So I just recommend getting in there, playing around with it. There's still some features that I'm learning myself, but the basic features are very 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 simple. So those are the main things when it comes to criteria. You just want to get prequalified and figure out what your price range, figure out what locations you're willing to purchase in and that's depending on, you know, convenience to where you live, the rentability, the attractions, things like that. And then also figure out what kind of properties you're actually looking for, whether it's multi unit single families. If it is, you know, either or, how many bedrooms and baths do you want per unit? Um, you know, how much money are you looking to get per unit? What makes sense as far as offering, um, you know, a certain buying price and the rent that's coming in and using the rent and meter and Hotpads to look at that. And then overall, just to search in general, using Redfin. So really, you want to move fast. Once you find the kind of criteria you're searching for, definitely move fast. But keep in mind that this is for long term, at least for us. We're buy and hold. We don't want to get rid of anything. And for us, we just want to make sure that we're getting properties that are good for us, good for what we're doing, and can bring in long term, you know, cash flow. So In order to get that, you have to be patient and it's not the best thing. It's not the most fun thing. It's not as glamorous as it seems, but patience is definitely important. And don't feel like you're not getting anywhere. If it takes you a couple months just to find anything that you're even interested in, you may, you know, change your criteria a little bit just to see what else is out there. But in reality, um, you just have to be patient and keep looking, look every day look once in the morning, once at night, look throughout the day, have people looking for you, and you're going to find something eventually. So hopefully this has helped you guys. I really appreciate y'all listening. And once again, if you have any questions at all, I get lots of questions on Instagram at Italia Celeste. And um, I also have a website, ItaliaCeleste.net. I haven't really launched that fully just yet. It's up, <laughs> but it's definitely kind of under construction. So really the best place to find me is, um, Instagram at Italia Celeste, or just drop a comment below. I'm keeping track of those too. And I hope you guys have a great day and happy hunting with your real estate investings. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.